this point. He's, he's like, oh my god. I know. Sorry, you guys. Oh you, guys you made a you made a huge mistake asking us to come on the show. Yeah, just oh. so you know, unscripted talk at will. You asked for it. Um, no, this is a great the identity mistake. for blues fans at that point was oh, we're a great mistake. Was. <laughs> These are the tales of hockey past as you've never heard them before. Our guests tell stories blending team seasons, on and off ice moments, memories of personal fandom catastrophe and elation, and yes, alcohol. We do the work, you tell the story. These are the Puck Stories. Hi, I'm Kurt. I'm Bill. And I'm Jeff. And we're, we're from, from Let's Go Blues Radio. And we're going to tell you the story of the 1995-96 St. Louis Blues. Perfect. Wow, that was amazing. Marvelous. One take. One <laughs> yeah, take. one take, boys. Yeah. One take, <laughs> so Keenan comes to town in the uh, strike-shortened season, 95-96, right? So the, the Blues sign him. And as, he was suspended as, as their coach. Too, right. That time. Be, right. So yeah. he'd just taken the Rangers to the cup. And so he's the media darling. Everybody loves the story that that Rangers team, there was something magic. And there was a, that, he right. got out of the, that uh, he got out of coaching the Rangers because of the, he uh, found a clause in his contract. Or, With yeah. Chicago, right? Rangers. No, before that though. He got. He, he was with Chicago. He got out of his Rangers contract, right? Because he, right, there was a clause, right? Okay. Right. There was. There. It, it was. A techni- right. A technicality that yeah. that allowed him to walk. I don't know what. The, yeah. And yeah. which the comparisons were funny. Sorry to interrupt, but the comparisons were funny when people said the last Stanley Cup winning coach to leave his team when Barry Trotz did it was Mike Keenan. But I'm like, the circumstances were so much so different. entirely different, <laughs> right? And and I remember, I remember the media coverage, like breaking news, and it was like, you know, Mike Bush reporting live from some Italian restaurant in De Pere, where they had just <laughs> snuck Keenan in the back door to sign the contract with Jack Quinn, and it was like, this, this is St. Louis. That's this so feels so. That, that's so Jack Quinn, though. Right. right. The, the same guy that left the paper trail that got some trouble with Stevens. Oh, right. yeah. Right. And how do you, even in the 90s, how do you let that happen? Jesus yeah. Christ. And, <laughs> well, I mean, look what happened with the Shanahan. Like, it, Shanahan was the owner, and they. Mike they, Shanahan, not right, Brendan. Right. You ever, Shanahan. You ever listen? And, and they got in trouble. Like, they were part of that, the big SEC thing with the, the backdating of stock options. Yes. Yeah. And it's it just like, okay, so maybe we've got dirty money funding this, but this is fun. Right? That, that was one of the one of the best times to be a blues fan. Oh, wheeling and dealing and, and right. Hall of Famers coming in, leaving. Oh, yeah. And I mean it was interesting. Right. It was fun. Right. Uh speaking of Peter Shannon, Nedved. Peter Nedved. Oh my God. Jeff Cortnall yeah, like it, 14 it, times. That's why it's so funny. Like when Bernie Federko was finally inducted Peter into Nedved, the Hall of Fame. That's, that's a good story. When yeah. Federko was finally in, in, inducted in the Hall of Fame, it was, it was, he's the first true blue to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. But we had so many blues <laughs> so, before so that. So much simpler times. That, Bernie Federko. had like, they had all. Before the chaos. They had all like played for the blues already. All these Hall of Famers. But 
They none of them were like considered true blues. Right. We brought them in at the end of their career. Right. We had Jack Plant. We had Glenn Hall. We had fuck Doug Harvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know, but but uh, uh, and, uh, and, defenseman. Uh, uh, no, it's coaching. I'm sorry, not uh, player. Never mind. Go yeah. keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And Al Arbor. Al Arbor. Al Arbor. Right. Glasses. Right. Yes. So player coach. So, player and coach. But yeah, Federico. Federico was the the first blues guy and. And you always wanted Sutter to be that guy, but he wasn't a Hall of Fame caliber guy. No. I mean... He just played hard for, like, 10 years of his There almost needs to be a Hall of Fame for guys that play that way. That just... I mean, there's not a stat category for playing hard. Right? right? Not really. How do you how do you how do you measure that? Even with advanced right. stats, playing I mean, hard. I, I guess I guess Jay Wells belongs there. <laughs> <laughs> David Backus certainly belongs there. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you know what I mean, though, Jeff because Brady. I mean, because that I mean, playing hard is a is a is a a St. Louis staple, right? For right. for a team, I mean, if you play hard, you're white, right? Yeah. And if you play hard and, and produce, love, right? Bracknell. We saw something, was it, about two years ago where he decided to, I think, go to Europe. And Blues fans were like, bring him back. Right, sign, sign him. Sign him. And I'm bring, just like. Bring Adam Cracker and Chris Porter back. What? Chris Porter is a great example. <laughs> right. Yeah. Chris Porter, Pitch, the guy who worked Pitch hard. Loved, Pitch, loved, Pitch loved both those guys. Right. Yeah, he did. I like Chris Porter. Right. I, I did too. a lot. I did too. And I, and I don't. Number thirty-two. Right? I don't. I don't really get sucked in. The, hey, I love this guy because he works hard, but he sucks. But he works hard. Right. I'm not that guy all the time. Right. But, but Chris Porter, I liked because right. he was semi-productive. Yeah, I mean, in, in that, I, I guess to tie it back to the the, the Keenan era, that was kind of the the first time that that we really didn't have that identity. That that you know that that. Our identity was to win this year. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Our identity was we're going to bring back everybody that Mike Keenan loves. (laughs) Adam Creighton, Brian Newton, Esatikanen. If they played for the Oilers or the Rangers, they were here. Let's face it, too. As a Blues fan, the identity was Trent Yanni. Jesus. Uh, The the identity at that time was. Just tweet out right now, Jeff. Like after you, you make your point. Just tweet out. Just by itself. Can I no, make my no, point? No, no other point. <laughs> Comment. Yeah. Trent Yanni. Yes. Okay. I, I will. I promise. But let me make my point. No other. Just Trent Yanni. By itself. Which I, I've already forgotten what my point was. <laughs> God. My bad. Damn it, dude. My bad. You're killing me. But it was pretty funny. Um, it's kind of worth it. <laughs> son of a so, bitch. Trent so, Yanni. We'll talk okay. about that. So, so we're talking about, we were talking about the. That so we we got off on the tangent. I hate you. I'm Kurt. sorry. I'm really sorry. Blues, blues players like with that that reputation of playing hard, and this was the era that the Keenan era was when we mm. got away from that. It just came to me. Sorry. Um, the identity for blues fans at this point. He's, he's like, oh my. God. I know. Sorry, you guys. Oh God. You made it. A huge mistake asking us to come on the show. Yeah, just so you know, unscripted talk at will. You asked for it. Um, no, this is a great the identity mistake. for Blues fans at that point was <laughs> we're a great mistake. Was <laughs> I want to put that? I'm gonna make a graphic. Our logo. I don't mean to again. I'm sorry. No, it keeps happening, t-shirt. doesn't it? <laughs> the great mistake. Let's go to this radio. The great mistake. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna forget it again. Yeah. The identity for Blues fans was. Brett Hall is starting to enter the twilight of his career. We have to win now. Yeah. So let's do whatever it takes to make sure we win. 
So at right. that point, it was this guy just won a Stanley Cup. Let's invite him into this Italian restaurant. Let's have him fucking coach this team <laughs> yeah. and bring in whoever the fuck. I assume it was on the hill. Coach. It was no, on the hill. No, it was right? in the pair. pair, really? Wait, so they go to an Italian restaurant. It's in De Pere, not the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think he's right. I think what he's the right. Hell? Actually. But um, was that Frank Cusimano that picked the place? His restaurant of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I think this is shout out like Frank. Sports <laughs> I love Frank. Shout out I, Frank. I love Frank, even though he blocked me on Twitter. So <laughs> there's that. That's nah, because you're a troll. I, I believe why he blocked me is because I had a conversation with a guy on uh, during a, a thread he started, and it may have gotten like lengthy. I'm like, I'm tired of listening to this anymore. Block, block. And that's that's how I got it. Because you, you know me, Jeff, on Twitter. I like to talk. No. Yeah, a little bit. A little you bit. like to talk? A little bit. <laughs> that's way too much. I'm like, fucking character limit. <laughs> For me, it was, in my household, it was, you know, the Blues have had all these coaches that have been great. You know, Brian Sutter. Uh, just, you know, because it was Brian Sutter, a guy that St. Louis knew. We all loved him. And Scotty Bowman, Scotty Al Arbor. Well, Jacques, I'm saying in Jacques this, Demers and I'm, I'm saying Jacques recent, Demers, Jacques Martin, right? Recent memory, Bobby Plager. Recent, no, scratch that. Bar- Not a good coach. Recent. Bobby was coach for like what, twelve games? Yeah, twelve games. Yeah, something like that. Real recent short. memory. Sorry, in the nineties. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You'll get your word in. I just keep and talking. It was, no, I know you do. That's what you do, baby. Um, oh. But uh, so we had a, we had a gluttony of coaches. In the 90s, that because it was all like, we got to find the right guy for Brett, right? That's what it always was. It was, let's find the right guy for Brett. And then... Then it was Tarasenko, but go ahead. Well, in the 90s, it was, do it. it was Brett. And so it was, we got to find the right guy. They bring in Mike Keenan. Hey, Brett, this guy's won a Stanley Cup. Couldn't have fucking moved Oates. You, go ahead. You got you to gotta believe that when they pitched this to the team, hey, we just brought in this new coach, Mike Keenan, just won a cup with the Rangers, went really far with the Blackhawks. Like, this guy's going to win us a cup. Brett, I'm sure you're going to be excited. That's what it was with Keenan. So it was, and not only are we going to have him a coach, we're going to have him be the GM, which Bad idea. is a terrible idea. Great. You cannot have your coach be the GM. You, right? you know, because you know, they get an argument with a player on the ice. It's, well, I got to trade this fucking guy. Right. And I guarantee that's what happened with Brett Hall. And that was the problem. He he had too much power in some of this, right? You you gave him you gave him that ability to get rid of the guy that pissed him off. I had a uh, in the right before the season started, uh, before we acquired Keenum. I so the season before, uh, I had a I was at the Carbondale Mall, and they have a mall there. They do have a mall there, University Mall. Uh, I assume it's still there. I mean, this was a long time ago. You think there's a Sears there? There, there, there was a K's Jewelers, so I assume there's a Sears. <laughs> K's is no longer around, right? That's the gun. I bought my first computer at K's Jewelers, a Packard Bell. What? Piece of shit. What? You bought a computer at K's Jewelers? My very first one. K's Jewelers. That's yeah. craziness. Yeah. They sold computers. Tipton, Tipton Appliances Case rented VHS Jewelers. tapes when they first came out. Yeah, there's crossover. You, you wouldn't believe it. What? Back in the day, Jeff, people did weird stuff. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm at the mall. Uh, probably outside of Sam Goody, right? <laughs> Sam Goody. Or, uh, what was the video game place? Babbage's. 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 Yeah. Oh, Babbage's. Yeah. Babbage's. Yeah. Babbage's. Uh, Sam Goody. Uh, 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 now we're just in stores. Uh, That's uh, all we're doing. Uh, <laughs> Camelot. Anyway, Camelot Records. Anyway, 
So uh, I'm at the mall. I have a blues jersey on, and some fucking Hawks fan says uh, something, you know, blues suck. And this is after required, right after we got Keenan. And I said, got Keenan. <laughs> and, yep. he, and, you know, because a Hawks fan. And he goes, Keenan sucks. And I was like, uh, only cup he has won a cup with, only team he has won a cup with was the uh, Blackhawks, right? Walked away. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna say to that? I mean, what are you, what are you gonna say to it? I mean, yeah, you know, won a cup with the Rangers, and he's gonna win a cup with St. Louis, but give him a chance. But didn't happen. But you know, you know what? You know what? Uh, story I loved about Mike Keenan, and I I heard this long after. So I'm a diehard, and I will say to to my deathbed, my favorite NHL player of all time was Chris Pronger. So this was the year that Pronger was acquired. And my favorite story I ever heard was uh, Pronger. Somebody asked him in an interview once, um, what was the biggest motivating, what was the biggest motivator you ever had in your career? And he actually said, he, he said, it was Mike Keenan. It was right after I was acquired. I had played about 10 games with the Blues. I was getting booed left and right every time I touched the puck. People hated me because they traded me for, for, they got me for Brendan Shanahan and I had turned the puck over. It was late in the game and it led to a goal. And after the game, Mike Keenan slowly asked me to come into his office. Hey, Chris, come, come into my office. And he pulled him to oh, his yeah, office. I'm sure it was, said it like that. It was this season. <laughs> That's what he says. He said it was, hey, hey, come into my office. And then he literally sat down at his desk and he said, Chris, take a seat. Brother takes a seat and he says, he bangs his fist on the desk and he says, do you know what I fucking traded for you? And then walks out of the room, just walks out. And, and it's like, that is as much as I hate Mike Keenan. How, how can you not feel motivated after hearing that? It's like, true. It's and, true. and all of a sudden Chris Pronger has a hall of fame career. Well, it's true. As much as I hate Mike Keenan. He did the right thing right there. That's the, that's a motivating piece. That's a very interesting time in Blues history. I I because I I to this day, I don't know how I feel about it. Or I've played both sides of the fence. I love Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger is one of my favorites. Arguably, the best Blues player of all time. Mm -hmm. You put Federico up there, Hull up there. He is. He's arguably. I mean, for what I, just we've talked about this. I mean, he he. You can make an argument for him. So, but, but he's right there with Charlie Hudson. <laughs> I was going to say Charlie Huddy. Charlie Huddy. Yeah, uh, I was like, I thought yeah. I was going to say Huddy, but who's Hudson? I'll let it go. It's, it's some obscure it's player. Hudson. It's the Bud Light Lime. <laughs> it's the Bud Light Lime getting to you. It's a Mike Hudson, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he play for the Blues? Mike, Mike Hudson? Hudson, yes. He, okay. was, he was one of the first acquisitions under Mike Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's topical. All right, fine. Uh, but <laughs> so, so, when he, so it's interesting because when we yeah, yeah, yeah. when we acquired Pronger, the talk was basically that uh, Blues fans, you're gonna hate this trade now, but you're gonna love this trade later. Yep, and that's exactly how it panned out. <laughs> I want to bring back the reality of the times. So right. I learned about this trade. I was, I was at the time I was I was dating a Detroit Red Wings fan. Gross. And we were actually driving to visit her family in Detroit. Was she and making? while you were driving? <laughs> it was the nineties, so it's possible. <laughs> Naked driving, you know, eighteen wheel goes by. <laughs> do it, do it. So so we stopped to fill up and you know, I, you know oh, this I is the time before <laughs> 
the time before cell phones, right? So cell phones oh, were that was a scary time to drive before cell phones and GPS. Right. So I call <laughs> call home from a payphone at a gas station somewhere just over the Ohio border. And my mom says, I have news for you. And so my parents, both my parents, every time like I, I hear this tone in their voice and I'm like, uh, somebody died. Right. And so like, ah, shit, I'm going to have to drive home because somebody in the family died. It's just like Brendan Shanahan was (laughs) (laughs) like, what? 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 That's what worse. Right, why can't you tell me Grandma died? <laughs> you were going to say Uncle Jim died. Uh, Which I'd have rather. I would why prefer that. Die, Uncle Jim. Wait, is there an option? Do I can I choose? What? Hold on. So who do you get transferred to? Hartford. They don't have anybody. Who do we get? Pronger. <laughs> He already got arrested for a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was right for me when it was like, okay, like you've got a damn good team. You've got an a all-star Stanley Cup goalie coming in out of training camp. Uh, Brett Hall, obviously. Chris Pronger trade. It just went down. Shaden Corson uh, coming in to replace Brendan Shanahan. For me, it was like, okay, this is legit. We got this guy that apparently can win the cup. In Mike Keenan. So for me, it was just a matter of like, okay, let's let's do it. This was the first big season where it was like this team could actually do something. The the team on paper looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an excellent looking team. They're old, right? They were, but they were all cup winners. Well, but the average age was thirty three years old. Yeah, right. Uh, I think. Right. Or they they no they had uh, twenty of the. Uh, 18 of the players were like 33 older or something like that. Yeah. It was crazy. Right. Because they were trying to reconstruct sure. and reconstruct the Oilers and the Rangers. And if you're trying to win now, right? I mean, I get it. Do. You have experience. It's like a one shot pop yeah. gun, uh, pop gun attempt, right? You have one shot chance because, you know, Anderson retired when the season was over. Uh, Tikkanen didn't even last the season. Uh, and he was traded gone. to New Jersey. Yeah. So, which is a shame. I like Tikkanen. Right. I, I enjoyed him a lot. Some of the, some of the best interviews of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all, oh, it's cold. Yeah, his his, uh, his garbled English and uh, uh, yeah, that was he, hilarious. He was he was awesome. He was he was here for a very short period of time, but he was a fan favorite the entire time he was here. My favorite number ten. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing rumors we could get Gretzky. Yeah, I remember hearing right. the rumors that I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Right, hockey news. Yeah, for me it was reading the hockey news, and I remember seeing an article. I remember who it was by. But I remember seeing like it was they had like little blurbs about every team. Yeah. And I remember in one of them, it was like October or November. It was there's rumors that the Blues have been trying to get Gretzky from L.A. And it was yeah. just and, what? And it made sense because L.A. was terrible. Right. Yeah. And Gretzky was uh, in his last year. Right. So he, he wanted to move on, yeah. wanted a chance to win. Right. And, you know, the it, it made sense. Roman Volpot, Craig, Craig Johnson, Johnson yeah, Craig Johnson. Patrice Tardy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. And, and, and the draft picks. Right. That didn't pan out. Dimitri Christie was the, one of those draft picks. The, dra- the draft picks never played. They never, did he play? So. I could be wrong. The draft picks never panned out. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I don't. So they got next to squat. Craig great. Johnson had a, a fine NHL career, but right. it wasn't. I mean, he's a, he's a supporting player. Right. And, so. you know, at first you were like, when you when, when the deal finally got announced and, <laughs> and you heard who's good, you're like, well, I kind of like Tardif because he was showing a lot of, you know, we haven't had exciting youngsters and we just traded them all, but we got Gretzky. I, the, the thing with who we gave up for Gretzky was, I'm like, yeah, I remember him from the media guide. 
last I, the, I, I used to i used to every year i go out and get a media guide every single year oh, yeah I, uh, when they sold them at I the still stayed up until about eight at, years ago at the blue note sports shop and they stopped making them yeah at the blue note sports shop every year at the start of the season i go buy a media guide and i'd read the thing front to back it was awesome and i'm like yeah i remember i remember those guys from the media guide the prospects up and coming guys or whatever right and i'll yeah in, like, yeah that's all okay, i know okay so the, in, the draft picks were peter hogan and Matt Zoltek, which I believe I remember, they never played. I remember the Zoltek name, but, right? But yeah. I, yeah, I don't think they ever played. Yeah, yeah. I, a whole lot of nothing. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Craig uh, what was it um, Johnson? Johnson, Craig yeah. Johnson. Yeah. yeah, his his claim to fame was like before that trade was he scored the first goal, first regular season Blues goal at uh, Keel Center. Oh, that's yes, right. That's yeah. Against the Kings. So there's, against the Kings. Against there's the Kings. your uh, oh. fun little trivia stat. Yeah. Remember maybe, that? Maybe, maybe, that maybe, maybe that's why the Kings wanted him. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, small he small small like hey, that guy scored against He can, he can that, score goals against one of the, the worst teams game. in the league. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, who did, who did the L.A. give up to get Gretzky, though? It wasn't a ton. I mean, oh, here it is. No, it's it's like money. Here. It, it was money. It Jimmy, Jimmy, Carson, Jimmy Carson, Martin Shellina, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of draft picks. And a bunch of money. Uh, first round pick, 1989, mm-hmm. Jason Miller, which we know a guy named Jason Miller. Yeah. Uh, 1991, cool. first round pick, Martin Ruchinski. Mm-hmm. And then a 93 first round pick, uh, Nick. Oh, and that Staduhar? And money. Was it like, was it like $5 million? I, it just says cash, but yeah, I think it was yeah. like five million. Yeah, yeah, and, and because it wasn't just Gretzky that that went back the other way. It was Crucial Nisky and McSorley. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And and Marty McSorley wound up being the the guy that cost them <laughs> their their one chance at the Stanley Cup. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, the, the and Gretzky insisted, right? The McSorley yeah, he, come with him. McSorley needs to come yeah. with to for protection, which was weird, but. I, I guess that time, different era, yeah. but I think we're talking about ninety five, ninety six here, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're this good. Is, this is setting the ground floor. This is all. Yeah, we wanna, oh, Mike, what do you keep know? It, keep, <laughs> we want to keep it. We want to keep it light and easy. And yeah, um, light and easy. So, so yeah, that's like a fabric softener. <laughs> <laughs> or Vladimir Chebaturkin. Vladimir Chebaturkin. <laughs> We or have, uh, or we, Craig Jenny's wife. Right. Ooh. Yeah, we got we got yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's, that's what I'm most excited to get into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the whole thing like so Shanahan is the one that gets gets, you know, the blame for you know for the for Messing up the locker room, but did he really mess up the locker room? Craig Janney. I don't you know what here, here. Craig Janney gets the blame. For Shanahan leaving town because he's I he rumor has it he started this all by being an abusive husband yeah that, and and was, so that was the rumor I always yeah heard. and so his obviously she's in a shitty marriage can we just throw so in you can't believe all of this we're just gonna blanket all of this conversation with allegedly allegedly, allegedly. yeah I don't think that's ever been yes. proven or anything but that's that Thank was you, the rumor Josh. that he was he, he was kind of a shitty husband <laughs> and Dropping and so Shani kind of gets you know. Fight. Allegedly, <laughs> so she turned to Shanahan. Which, to be honest, I mean, who would? Yeah, sure. Yeah, good, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a he's a looker. Yeah. He's all right, and he's a he's a six hundred goal scorer. So, yeah. and, they're st- and they're still married, still happily married. Yeah, so it's it's a, it lasted, so it's fine. 
Yeah, at the time he was, he, I think he was probably considered St. Louis's most eligible back. Okay, I just realized something. That does that make Craig Janney the best setup man in history? Oh. <laughs> Mm. Where's the drummer? Where's Paul right, Schaefer? Sure. Where's oh, Paul Schaefer? Sure. Sure. Good night. <laughs> we, got, we, we got what we needed. <laughs> so they lost Shanahan. So it was, okay, what are they going to do to replace Shanahan? And then they go out and got Shane Corson. And it was, because this was yesterday. Because on, on our show, the Today in Blues history was the Blues signing uh, Shane Corson to an offer sheet. And so it was all right, we got our power forward back, and we got a nice young defenseman. Maybe this is going to work out. Then you lose fucking Joseph and, and Greer, and it's just, you know, Greer was a young player up and coming at the time. Remember when they signed Boston Shanahan? Yeah. They, when they signed Shanahan from New Jersey, the compensation package to go back, since we didn't have the draft picks, because we lost him for signing Stevens, was Brindamore and Joseph. Yeah. So they, it, was like, it was like Joseph was like just every so often just trying to be pushed out of town. Yeah, it, right. I mean, right. Best goal we've had since Mike Liu. Yeah, right. And, yeah, I, and 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 fun to watch. Acrobatic, um, a little orthodox, but whatever. Um, I just, I he was fun to watch. He was, he's a good guy, fun guy, likable guy. So yeah, going into the season, it was, it was before the I, Fjord, and even actually, honestly, after the Fjord signing, because. Fjord had fallen out of favor in the NHL. They didn't have a good run in Buffalo he or Toronto. Yeah. He was not that good at this point. And it was just, this guy's a shell of himself. He, you know, had his right. cocaine issues. I'm using air quotes. Because <laughs> air quotes. He, Allegedly. No, it's, no, it's all true. But I mean, the, <laughs> there, it literally like, was cocaine involved. He said on our show and every other show he's ever been on, that he, it, yes, he did definitely do some cocaine, but the issue was Every the NHL, NHL the did, 80s, yeah, dude. the NHL did not support him, is why I use air quotes. Yeah. He, he oh, did yeah, the right were. thing in telling them, and they never, ever, ever uh, had his back. They went against him. They tried to, like, make an example. They didn't even try to get him help. Suspended him yeah. for a season. I yeah. mean, it was ridiculous. But, so, you know, and then, like you said, Buffalo, Toronto, all these other stops he had. Right. L.A., I think, was one of them, right? Yep. Um, yeah. it just didn't work out. So when they signed Fjord, it's okay. This guy's won a couple Stanley Cups, but what does he have left in the tank? Right? Is he any good anymore? Right. And and he was he was on that Buffalo team that got swept by the Canadians in '93. Right. They they that was Mayday. That was yeah. no no the Mayday was the next year. Was, yeah. That, okay. That was, that was Hasek, uh replaced Fjord. The and, the so. coming into the season, it wasn't really. I mean they said that fear would be number one but there was a question right. i mean right. they they said uh, akina said fear's number one but still a lot of fans were like i don't know i mean it could be could have case number one that's how fear was, was like he was on they weren't right. sure right and then he plays 79 fucking games yeah and he would have played them all if he <laughs> right. had, a, had a was it a, a tweak the knee or tweak the groin or something yeah and he got some rest and yeah. then uh finished the season well and let's let's not forget Th too that uh bruce racine and pat jablonski were seen as backups that year, right. too. Uh, and Jablonski, uh, at that point, uh, there was some talk. Okay, maybe this guy could pan out. Yeah. yeah. And if you, if you look at the other the other goalies with their games played stats, like Bruce Rasheen had 12 games played, and Pat Jablonski yeah, had one game. Yeah, but, but the fact is that's because Mike Keenan was the coach. Right? Yeah, right. It, it, you know, he wasn't – Mike Keenan's 
the one coach in NHL history that had no problem making multiple goalie changes in a game. And Fjord, at that point in his career, was probably the right guy to come in because he'd put up with it because he's, he's one to stick around. And, you know, whereas Joseph, like, that drove Joseph nuts while he was here. What the hell was going on with the captaincy? <laughs> oh god the, the mike keen era and his captains um well it started off that it was whole right it was yeah. brett hall first um because he's the guy you give it to and right? you knew with keenan at the helm it was going to get taken away yeah from and so yeah because those two those two right. button heads constantly the minute he took over it was just button heads then it was corson mm -hmm. because corson i guess to keenan look like the guy that was going to be the captain of the team. Then they go out and get Gretzky and Corson gives his captaincy up. And we talked about this, uh, the United, right? Uh, about how, at least I, I had a, I had a slight issue with Gretzky being the captain right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I understood. Okay. It's Wayne Gretzky captain. I get it. Could you imagine that but, nowadays was but, the question? Yeah. And I don't, no I didn't, I don't like it. I mean, I'm like brand new player on the team. I don't, I don't care if he's the best player of all time. He has, no. Does he know the room? Who's, does he? I mean, does, does he deserve the captaincy right away? I would say who's I don't the know. best player, but it's probably not the right call nowadays. Who's the best leader in the NHL? Jonathan Taves. Let's let's just say he gets traded elsewhere. I mean, I, I mean, from you what? Imagine if that new team was like, okay, Taves is our new captain. Sorry, right? You trade you well, trade Taves, uh, Patrice Bergeron. It's Jonathan Taves now. See, right? Okay, or Nathan McKinnon. Trade him to Colorado. Yeah, we're not but taking we're, that away from McKinnon. Slightly apples and oranges, though. With I mean, Gretzky. The reason why he got the captaincy was because he was the best player of all time. That's true. That's. I mean, so it's, it, I don't even think he was the best leader. I just think he was just the best, you know, I mean, why, how can he not I be mean, captain? He doesn't have a leadership trophy named after him like Mark Messier. <laughs> Correct. No. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I, he just commands respect. I think that's the gist of, of yeah. his captaincy is like, yeah, you better perform because you've got the greatest player on the team, you know, performing. So he can probably ask you to be traded and you'll be gone. So that's, I, I but I just had a problem with a new guy stepping in. Greatest player of all time or not automatically being given the captaincy without a thought. Uh, I just, I, to me, there is a thought process there and maybe there was, but I just, I, I, I don't think I'd do it. I don't think, I don't care who it is. Maybe after a, a season, but I wouldn't do it. But shots. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll, I'll do a shot. It's my house. It is your house. <laughs> wow. You pour shots right by the keyboard on that laptop. You're brave. Front of the keyboard, babe. Okay. What are we drinking? Uh, well, so I went for a little bit of chip, cheap, chip, cheap whiskey. Um, I, uh, is it blackberry brandy? It's blackberry bourbon. I was going to say, I thought I smelled a little fruit. No, so I, uh, I typically like the high-end stuff because I'm a huge snob, but I stopped. He just plays one on the radio. On my way yeah. out. And I was like, you know what? I really don't feel like spending... Fifty to eighty dollars on whiskey. So they didn't have Pappy at dirt cheap. I don't think they did. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so yeah. Hey, here's Wayne Gretzky. Here's the swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> that was our shark show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I like that. 
All right, does that answer the captaincy question? All right. I don't give a shit if that's cheap. Yeah, that's no, good. Because from what I understood, it was. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that would be a great. We need to get Shane Corson on the show, because and I'll, I'll work on that. Okay. Um, because I'd like to know how that happened. Because from what we were kind of told as fans, um, that's good that whiskey. That's oh, really good. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I like it too. Why does it? Why, why does the whiskey have to be expensive to be good? That's just good whiskey. That's what I'm saying. That is. That's that's the best cheap whiskey there is. Mm-hmm. Called Bird Dog. Bird Dog Blackberries flavored whiskey. It's it's great. But anyway, I'll make, it, I'll make note of that. Yeah, it's Bird it's dog. great. Um, Shane Corson, uh, from what we were told as fans, it was Shane Corson offered to give up his captaincy, right? That's what we heard. Like he gave up his captaincy so Wayne Gretzky could take it. Now the real question is, did he say, I don't want to be captain of Wayne Gretzky, give it to Wayne? Or was it that's an Shane, give up your captaincy because Wayne Gretzky is a blue. That's an interesting perspective I didn't think about. The Shane Corson I'm thinking, God, it's awkward for me to captain Wayne Gretzky. That's interesting. Um maybe maybe Corson insisted. That, hey, uh, new guy, back check a little harder than the neutral zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, how about get that 19 in red? Oh, yeah, yeah, cover What's him. What's kind of a douche where 99 to his hey, routine? Yeah, a little stronger on the puck there, 99 at center ice. Place. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, Gretzky in St. Louis is not exactly the, the most beloved figure because of that play. It's that one play. He's just, I mean, even though he had a good series, you know, he had uh, led the team in points, playoffs. Yeah. But that one play, that Eisenman goal, he's, I, people, I mean, don't get me wrong. People love Wayne Gretzky, but people have a sore spot for him because of that play. Yeah, I, I'll admit, uh, I, when he came back uh, his first time as a Ranger, I told my dad, get tickets Did so I can go boo him. <laughs> Like I was so pissed at Wayne Gretzky. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill's got a little piece of memorabilia. You should. Uh, Is that the game? That's the game. That's yeah. so he's got a, uh, a first home game stub yeah. from Wayne Gretzky's first home game as yeah. a Blue. That is. Oh wow. They were on that long road trip, right? When, yeah. When the trade happened, uh, first game was Vancouver. So I'm like. You know, it was before the trade happened, so I'm like, first, I think it was the first game after my birthday back at home. So, like, yeah, we'll get tickets to the Florida game. You know, nobody's going to want tickets to that. There'll be plenty of tickets available. So, we got them, and then the trade happened. It's like, holy That's shit. That's cool. We're going to be at the first game. Oh, dude, I bet. I, okay, we were talking about. You just sold those tickets. If Twitter would have blown up with the Gretzky trade now, mm-hmm. imagine how, like, StubHub would right. blown up. The right. minute Gretzky's traded here, it's oh they got a away away tri- trip on the West Coast because they his first game was at Vancouver, and just a ma- what was it Vancouver then Edmonton and Calgary is that what it was? Yep. And then they came home to play Florida, and it was just. Could you imagine those tickets on StubHub now? Right. How much those would have gone for? Holy right. shit! And uh, he didn't even score a point in that game. Paid thirty seven dollars. Thirty-seven dollars in a row. Section three hundred five. Man, I've paid more for a hooker. I didn't say that. No. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you must have been. The, you must have went to the uh, east side. For I did. High class one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've heard uh, stories that because Hall and Gretzky were friends, 
yeah. uh, already. And I've heard that he basically told Gretzky when he was deciding between basically the Blues and the Rangers, and he told Gretzky, like, hey, don't come here. Keenan sucks. You're going to hate yep. it. Don't do yep, it. It's real. Yeah, Hull said that, 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 that is, many times. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Brett, it's crazy, Brett, isn't it? From what we've heard, Brett Hall was wanting to be out of St. Louis yeah. at this point. Right. Because yeah. he was like, my contract's going to be up in two, three years at this point. And that and that's the problem. It was 99. Not, not to jump. Right? 98, 98 99 yeah. was when his contract was up. So yeah. 97, 98 was his last season as a blue. And at that point, they had already replaced Keenan with Joel Quinville. And Who, but, but the, Brett Hull shot a puck at in practice. Yes, right. And Quenville shot right back at him. <laughs> yep. And, that, and I think that, that at that point, it the, the the relationship was way too fractured. Uh, the fact that Blues had allowed Mike Keenan to boss this team around and do what he did, move all the guys he moved, all of Brett Hull's teammates. The mistake was, I mean, and by all accounts, a lot of it was done to piss off Brett Hull. He hated Brett Hall. And, and Keenan would do things uh, to, to try and – he governed with an iron fist, but he iron did – Iron Mike. But he did so in a way that just completely pissed off the right. players. Yeah. Right. Like benching uh, – who was it? It wasn't Duchesne. Uh, somebody uh, – he was uh, – a bunch of his family had traveled to the game to watch him play, and Keenan benched him. Oh. It was a veteran, a league veteran, uh, a Hall of Famer. Was it? Benched him. Was it Howard? It was Howard Chuck. Howard yeah. Chuck, yes, yeah, Howard Chuck. Dale Howard Chuck. He had a number of family members in the, at the game, and he benched him for that reason. Yeah, just to he just to, just, just to like just to be a dick, just to let people know it. who's in who's in control. Let's face it, Dale Howard Chuck at this point in his career, he's not the player he was. He's a fourth line center at this point. But I mean, come on, let the guy play when his family comes yeah. right. around to Paul, see him. Paul has said that a few times, but that that pissed him off. Yeah. Right. And so after, I mean, finished under 500 right. for the season. And after we acquired Gretzky, it didn't get any better. Probably got worse. Right. Because I got, okay, uh, look this up. Uh, Gretzky did fine, 21 points, 18 games. But uh, we won two in a row after we acquired him. Only one time in those 21 games had a, had a record of 6, 10, and 5 after we got Gretzky. And we had a streak of only one win in our – 12 games to finish the season, we went 1-7-4. and four. Yeah, so... so that's all. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at random... It, this is January 9th. <laughs> January 9th and on. It's loss, tie, 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 loss, win, win, loss, win, tie, loss, 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 win, tie. Right. Like, and tie. Jesus right. fucking <laughs> Christ. You did sound like you were like Ped, It's like Ted Lasso is fucking coaching this team. Tires <laughs> in a row. Luckily, I'm up to speed in Ted Lasso. Yes. Great show. Yes. Watch Ted Lasso. But nobody killed the oh, Greyhound. Yeah. Nobody killed the Greyhound, please. Actually, Maybe Mike Keaton did. Maybe Mike, Mike Keaton did because he, uh, he said no to Cool Cat. True. Nope. Yeah, that was like the one of the. I mean, you guys the, know who the cool one is? decision, the one decision that Mike Keenan made. So there was a mascot. There was a mascot pitched he, to he, the Blues. I he think killed it was that 90, whole. He killed ninety six. He right? killed that whole thing. Right. He, the, the, he, the cool cat, the jersey. Yeah, yeah. they they pitched a, a, a the a trumpet mascot, the trumpet and skater? a jersey uh, to Mike Keenan, and he said, "Absolutely not. We're not doing this." They did the trumpet though. They, they brought in. Um, the, the guy Claude from uh, no, no 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 yes from Montreal right but they they did make the trumpet they, the, they made the, 
which we talked it about. The, patch. the trumpet which was the patch, the patch. The, wasn't the third jersey, jersey patch. No, I know, but I'm saying that they, the big trumpet they skated through. No, the, the big blue note. I'm sorry, the big blue note they skated through they, to enter the ice. Right, they, which I was completely lost on me. I don't recall that whatsoever. It was a one of the biggest. So we one saw, of the biggest ridiculous. Uh, we saw uh, a picture things. recently of this of of a giant blue note, basically like how the sharks do it. Right. It was a giant blue and note, the it was a and, the and the blues would skate through it. I don't remember that they, at all. And they paid a lot of money for it. Mm. And the justification <laughs> for the expenditure was that uh, oh, people would show up early to the games and spend more money at concession to get a look at this the world's biggest blue note, even though it wasn't the world's biggest blue note. The one at fucking center ice was bigger than the yeah. So yeah. And, and, and but they'd skate through this and they would so it was up on the rafters and they would drop it down when the blues came on the ice and they'd skate through it. Do you guys recall this at all? It was like I was, I was yeah. four years old at the time. So. Okay, all right. So yeah. not. So I don't remember. I don't remember at all. You were the like, target audience. Though. I feel like I feel like the picture of that is a variant. It's something Loki did in the timeline, and. Sorry, any Marvel fans? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, yep. I just think right. I just think the whole concept and right. the reasoning behind the expenditure was to that oh people show up early to look at the moon. What the fuck? Who? I, I, if I was on the on the committee for this, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Who's gonna, that's, right. that's ridiculous. Wait, did did we hire the one guy from San Jose who came up with the same idea there? Right, it's, it's a derivative. <laughs> yeah, right? but... it, it in in San Jose it worked because you're skating through a fucking shark. It's a shark head, and there's fog, and there's the lights light up. It, it's it's different. You're skating through a blue note. It's not a. It's not. It's it's just weird. Maybe they should have made it a trumpet to skate through the trumpet. It's just it's just a stupid idea. The, well, okay, okay, it's, it's not. Here's the idea. Here's the thing. It's not a stupid idea necessarily. They were wearing the home lights. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a stupid sorry, thought. Sorry. It's a stupid thought to think that oh we'll pay for it because people will show up to look at it. That's just a dumb thing to say. You are the funny one on the show. <sighs> anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, 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 I think we were talking about the ninety five ninety six blues. Right. <laughs> um, no, so so they weren't good. They weren't the, good. No, in the rare season, it was it was okay. We look at this team on paper. They got and a, a name that that stood out to me as a young fan was Glenn Anderson. I saw a name like that, and I said, you know what, this guy might be older, but he is a playoffs. yeah, he's a playoff guy. Mm-hmm. But then he they had, started. He had thinking, a ton of uh, game winning goals in playoffs. A great playoff player. Yeah. But the problem was they're not winning in the regular season. They're not going to make the playoffs. Right. So we're not going to see the greatness that a lot of these that guys have. That would have been bad. Right. And, and so, so I remember, like, the controversy for me was, Glenn Anderson's coming to St. Louis. He's going to wear number nine. Oh, no, no. He's <laughs> going to wear number 36. Yeah. Because Shane Corson, the guy that we just signed, is is number nine, and he's he's the captain until Gretzky gets here. And so to me, it was like when Gretzky got here, is like strip number nine off of Corson <laughs> too. Here, here's here's the thing with that season, in that the Blues weren't a good regular season team. No, no, at all. No. Uh, under five hundred, barely made the playoffs. Nowadays, how many people? at the trade deadline on social media would have been screaming for them to sell off assets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Sell been, off assets. Sell this. You don't. You don't have a chance at the cup. You're you're barely in the playoff hunt. You're barely in the. You're on the edge, on the fringe, on the fence. Just to get swept in the first round. But yeah. Is it really worth it? And yeah. that's what you see. I yeah. I uh, so Bill is also holding up another piece yeah. of memorabilia. Oh, it's different yeah. ticket. This yeah. Is yeah. Different this ticket. is uh, uh, round one against uh, Maple. Leaf. Round one home game one. Right. So, wow. This is Sunday, three, <laughs> Sunday, April twenty-first. Game three, right? Yeah. Twenty. Game three, eh? Game so, three, So, so John, so John Casey's first, uh, first game in that. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. So this was right because so, he Fruga hurt in game two. His first start. Right. Yeah. So this was Casey's first start. Blues come home, and it's like holy shit, we've we've you know. John Casey, you know, he used but we did to skip us. over Kipios. Right. right. He <laughs> he used to kill us talk when he was in, with the Minnesota, Minnesota North Star, Minnesota. Right? right? And so maybe he can do something. We come into that game and fuck. Stephen Leach scores Leach. right eight, wing number twenty seven. Scored late. Is that yes. right? Correct. Ooh. Correct. Turn over <laughs> by the Leafs. And Stephen Leach wide open in the slot beats Felix Botham. Blues, we go home. We're leaving the the Keel Center at the time, and coming down from the from upstairs, chanting "Fee Fi Fo Fum." Gilmore is a fucking bomb. Uh. One of the greatest <laughs> greatest times to be a Blues fan. That and was. We started to believe at that point that this team. Well, we were getting a regular season. And let's add, but fuck, we can we. We thought Stephen Leach was going to be something amazing because him and Eric Lindros. No, we did. Him and Eric Lindros in the junior league right. set for like Oshawa. the scoring right. record for Oshawa. Yep. And so it was, oh, this guy was an unbelievable junior hockey player. But then you realize, wait, it's just because he was on a line with yeah, Eric I was, Lindros. Was right. How many yeah. guys off that Oshawa team got great? We're, Fred Brathwaite was on that. Oh, we, yeah, he and, was. and and the reason why Casey started Game Three was because Nick of Nick Kiprios in Game dead. Two, which fuck Nick Kiprios. We can't like laze right. over that. Right, Bill lies to this day. He lies and, about not. He finally to, okay. Didn't he finally can, admit it? We, the fucker guys, guys are we cool with talking about the that situation in Game Two. With the yes, with uh, please please do. Okay. I was, I was so excited to talk about this. If you if you watch the replay, I still get pissed off because he still says like, oh, yeah, I got cross-checked by Pronger, and so I just fell. He fell he, the opposite way that Chris Pronger hit him. He hit him, and, okay, I want to almost impersonate it. Bill, can we do that? Yeah. Okay, take your headphones off. Okay, <laughs> so I, I'm sorry for anybody Don't, who's podcasting. We're, you're probably going to be really upset that you're not seeing this. But basically, Chris Walker, he cross-checks Kiprios. Boom! And he falls. <laughs> so let's say he goes to the left. He hit he my ninja roll. To the right. Yeah. He <laughs> fell the exact opposite way that he should fall. He fell to his left. And right. it should have yeah. been to his right. Because Pronger, the way the direction Pronger cross-checked him, he should have been to the side of the net. It was, it was like a reaction, like, oh, shit, I should he, fall. And he fell he, the wrong way. He lied about it for years. 
He yeah. said he was cross-checked into Fuhrer, and any idiot that watches it can see that he changed and angle listened, by like 45 degrees. And the, the Maple Leafs broadcast they, they that? Didn't, they didn't talk. They they said he was cross-checked into They were into, like, oh, he got cross-checked right into Fuhrer. That's not Kiprios' fault. So fucking angry at watching the analyst. And, and I, I get I being a homer. I get being a homer, but fuck those guys. You, you don't make that kind of a glaring mistake, uh, 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 that much of a biased call on that, because it's like, your pronger checks him this way, and he goes that way, and right on the Fuhrer's knee. And Fuhr, and Kiprios did recently admit that he went into Fuhrer on purpose. Yeah. But, uh, and Fuhrer is oddly cool about it today, which I get. But And, and, and I understand all of it because at the time, Kiprios was like, uh, yeah, I went into him. I wanted to, I wanted to go into him. I didn't want to tear his tear his ligament in his knee. Yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to bang him up. I wanted to, you know, uh, you know, get make contact. Get it's in the, the, it's, the, it's the every inch is earned. It is, thing. and I get it. I do. But you know what? You fucked up because you did tear his ACL. Yeah. And so that's the fucking problem, and that makes you a fucking asshole. I don't care if it's if it, if it's a, a thing where it happens. You know, contact happens. Playoffs. You know, guys take shots. I get it. But you know what? When you take a shot and something really shitty happens to the guy, you're fucking to blame. Man, I'm, so you're an a, asshole. a couple years ago, and, and listen, I I am so sympathetic for anybody who loses their job or, you know, like gets laid off. I've been there. It sucks. It's the worst. But when Kiprios, the last time he got laid off, the only thing I could think was, yeah, good. Fuck you. I... <laughs> I cannot. I, yeah. No, I can't. I, I, I still I will, hate him. For I will it. hate him till I, the day I die. I will too. Even though, even that's though, what killed the Blues chances that year. Even though like I Grant completely understand. Wings, it's a right. completely different series. Right. And and just, I mean, even if Grant Fuhr, if everything somehow, you know, worked out to where it, it was the exact same situation where, you know, somehow, you know, that, Eiserman's coming in to shoot against Fuhr. Fuhr catches with his right hand. Here's, That's much more natural I, I, than trying to go for the blockers. Yes. Here, I, okay, my, my take on the entire series, I don't, and maybe I'm on an island here, I don't think the injury to Fuhr cost the Blues that series. I Because Casey got them to game seven. He, was yes, he played well. He, he, he shut off. out. That amazing Detroit Red Wings team in the double overtime, mm-hmm. and the Blues just could not score. Yeah, and that that, that to so, me, I mean, you, you could you could you could argue goals here and there during the first six games, but fucking John Casey got you to Game Seven against right. 131 point 130 point whatever it was. Former All Star John Casey, former All Star right. yeah. against that record breaking win team, 61 wins I think it was whatever uh, record number wins, right. uh, the obvious Cup favorites. And he took them to Game Seven, shut them out through the first overtime, and you can't fucking score a goal to support that guy. I, I totally, I totally do not think. I, I and I, I get the idea that if sure, I, I, I'll take a shot. I get the idea that shoot to John Case, and I get the idea that that maybe playing Grand Fury in that series, maybe we win it in five or six. I don't know, but but John Casey did his job admirably and. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is score one goal in game seven and right. you got five periods to do it and you can't do it. I mean, 
that's not the goalie. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I, no, I, I can't. Well, not at all. Not at all. You know what? We're going to do this right now because, uh, and again, I don't know if this is like something you guys do with the show. Like, oh, they're announcing their drinks. Uh, but uh, hey, John Casey. <laughs> to John Casey. John Casey. John Casey. He's Doesn't fucking. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's he's cheering us. Here's a song with a uh, bow-legged John Casey. No, John Casey was phenomenal. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I uh, I think that if if and, and I hate to argue semantics here. Semantics. Sorry. That's yeah. Semantics. <laughs> yeah. Anybody seen uh, Harold and Kumar Guantanamo Bay? That's where that comes from. <laughs> I, I barely watched that <laughs> that's the second one. <laughs> um, that's like watching Sharknado three. <laughs> so I hate to argue semantics here, but uh, if Grant Fior plays in those first six games. I think the blues win it. In six. Maybe, maybe. And, and it's again, nothing against John Casey. I thought he was fantastic. He, he did everything he could to get the blues a win, but Grant Fior, remember, this is the guy that in 1999, again, in game seven, after the blues were down three to one against the Phoenix coyotes, he told the blues, just get me one. Right. That's all you got to do. Just get me yeah. one. And guess what? Blues won that game, won nothing in overtime. And you know what? Uh, Casey did the same thing. I mean, now he, he didn't. Did. He, he, he didn't guarantee. He, he didn't guarantee win, but he <laughs> shut him out. Yeah, he did. He, he did shut him out for more than sixteen minutes. He did. Game one against the Red Wings was a three to two loss. Game two was an eight to three drubbing. I remember that right. game specifically. Yeah, yeah. I was at. Was... I was at Carbondale for that game. Right. That was so fucking painful. Yeah, and it was awful. Very on him. Yep. So and I remember exactly where I was sitting on the couch. And I my parents house. And then we win the game three, five to four in overtime. Game right. crab chuck, crab chuck with chuck. the winner. I that was the game I was at. I, yeah. I I'm pissed that I can't find that ticket stub. <laughs> game game four one nothing. And game five three to two. And then that's when the city went crazy. Right. Right, we we have a two game advantage over Detroit. All one we have game. to do one game, but all we have to do is well, win one, one, one or two. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And then you lose game six, uh, four to two, and then of course game seven, one to three. Right. I, I, yeah, I, and then it just like the the the, the wind was just like, ripped out of the sails. I, I think it was a, a thing where, too, where, uh, it was a roller coaster where the series started off 2 and you're depressed. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're up three to two right. and you're riding this straight. high. Right. And then game six happens. Okay, we still got another shot. And then game seven is just like an eternity of scorelessness. Uh, we hit the fucking post. Was it Corson? Hit the post in overtime. I think it was Corson. Uh, on Osgood. Uh, Osgood, who's good in the series, had a 9 2 1 save percentage, something like that. And, uh, but yeah. So I mean, we came within. A, a, a half an inch, an inch of winning the fucking series, and all of a sudden you lose. Such a, I mean, that's why it just killed Blues fans. It was because it was just so up and down. You had like this big time blow down 2 then oh up three two, oh my god, and then uh, lose game six, okay, and then game seven, you're like on pins and needles the entire fucking night, and then it just is the rugs ripped out from under you, right. and, and just it's just like oh fuck and fuck. I mean, what what it comes down to. And everybody remembers, Blues fan remembers exactly where they were when that happened. Yes, unfortunately. Right? Turnover at center ice. Where, where were you? Where were you, Bill? I, I was I was with um, friends, uh, 
at the what is now the the mansion uh in uh it was a private residence at the time so you're probably watching a big screen 27 inch at the time <laughs> I, think, I think it was a 32 32 oh a sony trinitron probably it huh was, it was sony trinitron 32 inch <laughs> tube um we were i was i was i was with friends at, a, at this place in o'fallon illinois <laughs> That is that turned into a, a high end restaurant, um, but at the time was a called private... called PTs, right? Nah, Fuddruckers <laughs> probably. Fuddruckers. No, no, this is later in the timeline in the idiocracy. So, so buttfuckers. It was buttfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, I love idiocracy. So we're living it now too. We are. We really are. <laughs> so so we're watching it there and. Um, and and it's it's great after after the blues won the cup finally in in 2019 uh, so that we can have have our silver lining because this the 95 96 season was was really the 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 defining moment that that was such a stain on us right from (laughs) we we had everything we had we had the we had the shitty regular season but we turned it on in the playoffs and if it weren't for that turnover at center ice, everything's different. By who? If Gretzky, by the greatest one of all time. Can you can you call if it, it a turnover if he ever even had the puck? He just he like yeah, misplayed right. it. I mean, he didn't even have it. All right. So, but yeah, so I agree with if you. it weren't for if, if it weren't for Nick Caprios, that was our season, right? So Maybe. I Maybe. I remember after after the Blues finally won it in 2019, friend of mine, dear friend of mine that I lost touch with sent me an email and said, was thinking about you after the blues won the cup. And I really hope, you know, that, that you're enjoying this. And I responded to her and I'm like, she was there that night. And I'm like, you have no idea. Like (laughs) that night was the most painful night in in my life. And, and and it's now exercised. Yeah. Right. I, I think we talked about that on the. Now uh, that I see that goal, it doesn't bother me near the show. The show at the our show I mean, after the only reason cup. I agreed to do this tonight is because we've won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you guys were like like three years ago, if you would have been like, "Hey, we're gonna do this show. You're gonna talk about the '96 season," I'd have been like, "You better pay me a hundred dollars because I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> sit here and talk about that." <laughs> I I reminisced about that goal about Eisenman's goal and in Game Seven and. uh up until that point in my blues fandom, that was the goal that just hurt me the most. It was personal. And then up until present day, that, that goal uh, affected me more than any other goal ever in blues history, more than the Owen Nolan goal from center against Turek to end the second period. Okay, so that was my worst, that, but I get this it. This is number two. I get it. But so, so, because I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna tell you where I was during the game, go ahead, uh, during that, that, that goal. Uh, I was working at the Elks Lodge in Belleville, and mm-hmm. so I had to work that night. And I was like, okay, uh, and my I had my parents record the game, which I always had them do when I worked, but I could not stay away from the game. We had a big TV in the lounge, uh, and but I didn't really want to go out there and watch because there were like customers out there, so I would run to the coat room. Drunk where, Bell villains. Drunk Bell villains. Yeah. So I, I went back there and I was, I was like watching the game uh, every chance I could get. And uh, I, and so my shift was over and overtime started. So I'm the whole time watching first overtime. And then the first overtime ends 
and I'm like, I'm going home. I live like 10 minutes from home from work. So I, I went home, got home, uh, went downstairs, TV on, sat down on the couch, started like a couple minutes later. Perfect. And it wasn't that long in the second overtime, I think, where, where I was going to score. And I, I remember just sitting on the couch, just I didn't react. I just stared. And I couldn't believe it. And it just ate at my soul. I was just mm-hmm. like, it just, I just washed it and it just sat there and it ate at me. And I didn't cuss. I didn't get up. I didn't, I didn't yell. I didn't do anything. I just sat there and stared at the TV and it just killed me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, it killed me so much. I couldn't react. Right. It just, it, it took everything out of me at that second. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was just, it was awful. My, uh, so I remember I still, again, I was 10. So sitting with my dad, biggest blues fan I've ever met in my life was my dad. And I remember him sitting next to me, and then we see the goal go in, and he just looks at me and he just goes, "You had too much hope. You had way too much hope." <laughs> so he and and he I'm turns just like, you. I leave it. He's like, he I'm blames sitting, you. Like, in my mind, I'm sitting here looking at him, and I'm just going, "Fuck you!" So it's like, your fault, Joe. Fine, like. Off, man. Like, so all these years, I was blaming, I was blaming Murray Barry for not blocking it. Murray Barry for not blocking it, and you, it was your fault the whole time. No. no. So, so the reason that, real quick, the reason that the the uh, <laughs> the Owen Nolan goal is a bigger one to me. So I've told this on the show millions of times. Um, that was at my house. But yeah. So the Owen Nolan red line goal was the only reason that one was bigger for me was because it was on my birthday. It was game seven, 2000, 2000. and it was, so it was my 15th birthday, and my dad surprised me that morning with tickets to the game, and he was just like, we're sitting four rows from center ice. It's going to be the best game ever. We're going to have so much fun. Blues are going to win, and I remember even like the NA, even NHL.com at that point, which was you know in its infancy, I remember them even posting like, here's next round's. Uh, uh, preview like where uh, uh, the schedule. And I remember that they had. I remember that even before the game, they had Blues versus Dallas. So you knew the Blues were going to lose. That's what happened. Uh, so that's it a was horrible like, open. It yeah. was like, oh my god, it's they, Red Sox and NHL has the Blues. Red, Red Sox. It's Red Sox and Mets in eighty-seven, eighty-six. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, and then Owen Nolan scores at center ice, and that that was the moment for me when I just said. They're never going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It's never going oh, to yeah. happen. This, this 95 96 season really was, to me, and to Great. I think all Blues fans who lived through it, probably the, if not the worst moment, it's right there. You know, right. it's just, and, and, You've and got the greatest fucking player of all time with the greatest Blues player of all time in Brett Hall and the next greatest Blues player in. Chris Bronger. Bronger. And Al with with yeah. Al McKinnis. We haven't even said his we got, name yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can speak for a lot of Blues fans to say that that was like one of the darkest, if not the darkest moment in their their fandom because it's just like, I mean, it hit me so hard. I was right. like depressed. I was just like, I right. can't do this right now. I can't even. I, I usually I'll watch post game, you know, back in the day, I'll, I'll, I'll get as much hockey info as I can. I turned it off. Right. I was just like, I couldn't deal. Yeah. I just couldn't. It hurt. It hurt. It was personal, man. It, it sucked. Yeah, it was. And, and for years, I was like, it was like Red Wings hatred. I couldn't. I couldn't hate them enough. I still One of the, hate them. Yeah, I, I, I do. Love seeing them 
do so poorly right yeah. right now because and, I and it pissed me off. I it, still hate them oh, more than the Blackhawks. It fucking pissed I me off have. to no end that they left the Central before they could get a proper beatdown from the Blues right. when they kind of the Blues kind of took you know, over. What the ultimate pay, payback is going to be beating them in the Stanley Cup final. That's the only way. I mean, right. oh my God, if they ever do make the final when the Blues make the final, fuck. I don't I care. If, I don't care if it's thirty hope, years from now. I it, hope it's right. in my lifetime. It, thirty years from now, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. Fucking 90, 96, man. This is, yep. this is Revenge yep. 96. Because, exactly. There you have it. That is the story. And these are the puck stories. Was it 100% accurate? Yeah, that sounds right. Follow us on Twitter at The Puck Stories. Also, see all of our inebriated storytelling podcasts as part of the Stories Podcasts at The Stories Pods on Twitter as our guests rewrite the past across various sports. Alcoholic drinks are consumed voluntarily by our guests at their own discretion. Please drink responsibly. All right. What are we doing? Uh, say <laughs> your name. Bill says his name. I say my name. And then you read the rest of what's on. Okay, gotcha. Does that work, guys? Yes. That's, let's not yeah, let's yeah. not do the huge delay between like we do at the end of the show. Yeah. No, none of that. That's like a little more, a little more consecutively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's okay. the second? In order, Kurt, Bill, Jeff. Kurt, Bill, Jeff. Okay. As an order right. on the screen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. Do I say hi first? <laughs> My radio <Sure>. voice. <laughs> this I'm not on this format. Uh, this is weird. You're just off the cuff. All right. Hi, we're Kurt. <laughs> You say I'm Kurt. I said hi. <laughs> you're 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 one person. Oh yeah, it says weird though. I'm just reading off the script. <laughs> Who's the scriptwriter? So you're like uh, you're like the anchor man gotcha. here. You just will read whatever's put in front of you. I don't believe you. Tell Kurt, Kurt, teleprompters broke. Fuck it, we're doing it live. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Kurt. I'm Bill, and I'm Jeff. <laughs> From I say from Let's Go Blues Radio. Okay, you can say you can say like, and, and, and we're from Let's Go Blues Radio. Whatever's natural. All right, okay, all right. Why don't we do that? You say I'll, Kurt, Bill, Jeff, and then we all say we're from Let's Go. Oh, Blues that's Radio. corny. The three amigos, <laughs> <laughs> and we're contenders now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a major league reference, anybody? Yeah, I got it. Uh, okay, I got it. Uh, okay, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Fuck. You're the worst. I am Kurt. I'm Bill. And I'm Jeff. And we're from Let's Go. We're supposed to do this together, right? Uh, <laughs> do that. Do of it. I, I, you, I thought, I, okay. This is going to take the whole Let, Let's try. Show. Let's try it together. Oh, I think, yeah, I, I think the whole show is just going to be you guys trying to get this intro. <laughs> <laughs> just try to record an intro. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kurt. I'm Bill. And I'm Jeff. And, and we're, we're from, from Let's Go, Go Blues, Blues Radio. Radio. And we're going to tell you the story of the 1995-96 St. Louis Blues. Perfect. Wow, that was amazing. Marvelous. One take. One take. <laughs> yeah, one take, boys. Yeah. One take, <laughs> Thank God we edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I need more yeah, that was perfect. Mm. Uh, sorry. I mean, it was anything but perfect. For a second. As much as you want. That's true. In, in 96, <laughs> in 96 for me, it was 
okay, that fucking sucks. I want to kill myself, but they'll figure it out. You know, give them some time. They'll figure yeah. it out. 2000. That was when it was like, okay, they're never going to win a fucking cup yeah. Here, ever. Well, and you know what? It, <laughs> I, I said on our, on the show after they did win the cup, the first show after when we celebrated, drank beer out of that, that cup over there. Yeah. Um, but I, I made a comment that, uh, I, I didn't I didn't plan to say this or anything, but I, I when we're talking about how we felt and our emotions, and I said that it always felt that my entire blues life, my fandom, that it felt like it the Stanley Cup was always a trophy that other teams won, mm-hmm. and we were just we were just something that that we had we had a lot of excitement on the way, we had some hope, we always wished to win it. But we really knew deep down it wasn't that it wasn't going to happen. Right. We just just had that like underlying like okay reality check. It's not gonna... even though we had hopes and we, we were like spinning things positive, and you and that we right. came. But it, it was always it, a team a trophy that other teams won, it not us. Totally wouldn't have surprised me if in 2019 the Bruins announced before Game Seven that they'd signed Steve Eiserman. <laughs> to score on us, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah that was like, I, or as, as assistant coach or something, at least right. just to get, get him there. Steve Eiserman and Owen Nolan have been the coaching staff, right? I know. Fuck. Yeah. And unbelievable. Who else? Who else? We got Igor Krav. Igor Kravchuk. <laughs> Yuri Himalev. Right. Uh, Stephen Leach, Glenn Anderson, Brian Noonan, Tony Twist, hey, Peter Zezel. Zezel. Um, Peter rest his saying, soul. You know what? Rest, I feel like I need Rosini's to. soul. Yeah, I, Rosini. I wanna, ah, where's the jersey? Yeah. I, 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 got I, want, I want a reference. Uh, so Yuri Himlev was on that team. Right. I've he, told the story was, on the show before. Right, right. So Yuri Himlev. Uh, there was a Sutton on this team. It was the year after Ken this. Sutton. Ken Sutton. Not yeah. there. It, it not. was. It was the summer after the Blues lost. I sent a letter to the St. Louis Blues, yeah. and I know I've told this on the <laughs> yeah. show before. Yeah. And I said. So I was looking at, uh, and this was actually, you know, it was Dear the summer. Louis Blue. It wasn't the summer. You disappoint me. It was, it, <laughs> it was like yeah. November of you, the next. Season. They're right back. Take a number. It was, it was uh, November of the next season, and I noticed that Yuri Himlev was not on the roster, and so I asked the Blues, and and I will, I will give her name right now because she was the best. Susie Matthews. No, <laughs> Susan, she was fantastic. Susie Matthew is the yeah. best. But Renee St. John was her name. Okay. Renee, uh, she actually sent me a letter back, and she literally said in the letter, um, the St. Louis Blues have asked Yuri Himlev to never play for them again. <laughs> and, and what that meant was they bought him out. Basically, and <laughs> that's a really, cr- really harsh way to say. Yeah, and and I Simple remember metal, reading that and like showing my dad and being like, "What, what, what, what does that mean?" <laughs> and he was like, "I'm pretty sure it means they hated him." <laughs> and I'm like, "But, yep. but he was the guy. Like he was the tr- the other trade deadline acquisition for the Blues. He he was the guy that played on the wing with yeah. with. He was the left winger." Right, that 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 was the point that was made. You know, he had two Blues, points in four games in the playoffs. Right, the Blues did not have a left wing that could complement Hull and Gretzky. 
their, 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 their left wingers were uh, Basil McCray, Stefan Matteau, yeah, Jeff Cortnall, Jeff Cortnall, uh, Tony Twist, Yuri Himalov, Shane Corson. Right. And they did the Corson uh, Gretzky Hall thing. They, right. I, I want to say they the also, out there. yeah, they also, yeah, right. I know. Go figure, right? They tried. They, they tried Howard Chuck at left wing too. They did, but they also tried Tony fucking Twist. Real quick update: I did look up, uh, I guess Craig Janney's current wife, and she's not too bad looking. So oh, he's all right for himself. He, he's not. Uh, he's he's a looker too. He's fine. I mean, he's a good. He's a good looking guy. He's no Brendan Shanahan. He's no Brendan Shanahan. No, no, no. Although Shanahan yeah. does have that uh, right, that scar so. thing going on now. Right. So. Thanks, Keith. Yeah. But no, I just wanted to update that. We'll definitely, we'll definitely get into that more. With somebody's cousin. With what? With his cousin. My Jack. cousin worked there. No, you told me that there was somebody who was a cousin of Owen Nolan. Oh, that was yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> back when he was with the Nordiques, back when Nolan was with the Nordiques, I worked with a guy. Uh, back when I first started there, this was a couple years prior. Uh, well, well, I guess more than that, probably, because he was still with Nord- the Nordics. Um, I don't know what I don't know when Nolan went to the Sharks. But... It was it was I think 90, 97, 98. Yeah, because he was there for two. Th- okay. Anyway, so I worked with a guy who uh, uh, said he was the uh, Owen Nolan was his cousin, and Nolan was a really good player at the time, but he played for the Nordiques, so it wasn't like a it was like right. it was like a hidden player. It was really good, and I'm like, well, that's really obscure. Why would you make that up? Maybe you really are the co- cousin of Owen Nolan. And I'm like, so that, that just bothered me for years. <laughs> I didn't know whether to believe him or not. Because I'm like, well, that's a weird guy to choose. Why would he choose that? Either he's really smart to choose that and, and to say, I, but or he really is. Perfect, because, perfect guy to pick. Perfect yeah, guy. right. Owen Nolan, that's, that really was. Right. <laughs> Would that have been the most random NHLer? The, the, well, the most random good NHLer because he was played in a, in, a, in, a, in in like BFE right in Quebec yeah. in the U.S. Quebec was like who the fuck is Quebec? You, you, you didn't hear about Stone. You didn't hear about you didn't hear about players in Quebec ever. Yeah. Is that what you? So, anyway, no, no. Upper middle class, uh, Belleville, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, 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 our 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 uh, our premier member was the guy who owned the funeral home. Right. He was a cool guy. Yeah. His wife came in. She had a beehive hairdo. And uh, I'd always ask every time they come in and ask them, uh, so would you like some dessert this evening after they finish their meal? And he, his response is always, no, thanks. I get my dessert at home. And he'd look at his wife. <laughs> Marts. And I was like, damn. What a and, dog. She, and she was like, oh. oh and so I'm like, done. yeah. And she wore her hair in a beehive hairdo because he liked it. So that, <laughs> so that was, that was uh, yeah. So this story has all kinds of weird little short tangents. But anyway. Yeah, but anyway, um, no. So that was a lot of fun. So I can only imagine something like this. This is this is a brilliant idea, guys. Seriously, like I'm not just saying that because I've been drinking. Like this is a this is a great idea for a show. 